Introducing new Moth Be Gone. Welcome back to WETT The Splash, the home of all your naughty little secrets. We are live from the scene of the accident, and the death toll has climbed to a staggering rate. Welcome back, Woo! episode 200. 200. We made it, folks. Thank you. Thank Jonathan, you. you've been doing great. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have been as well. 200 fucking episodes of consistency. Yep, yep. And for 200 episodes, we have been supplying you with wonderful deals at Black Tie CBD. Already fumbling over words. We're at about 48 seconds in. <laughs> Let's do it. This is how you do 90 minutes, folks. All right, so Black Tie CBD... You know them, you love them. We've, they've been you know, with us since the entire show. Who knows if they know that. We know that we know that. You know it. But as far as they know, they stopped sponsoring us 150 episodes. Who the fuck knows? All right? But if you want to go there, the promo code works. All right? I don't know why, but it works. Thick one, 10% off. That's high-quality shit. We're talking about, like, he won the Cannabis Cup, the Oregon Growers Cup, a couple other cups, a couple other, you know, he's... He's been on high times twice, and, like, if you're going to get CBD, don't go get it from, like, a gas station. Yeah, it's there, but it's not going to work. That's, like, you know, that's that's like uh, buying CBD from a gas station is like buying RC Cola. Like, you've got you've got a brown bubbly vi- beverage in your hand, but nobody's happy about it. And the aftertaste is strange. And when, the, when you bought it, the person looked at you like you were, you know, handicapped. You know, everything about buying CBD... At a gas station is exactly the same as it is buying an RC Cola in public. Yeah, something so gross about it for sure. You look cheap. Yeah. You look like you didn't have the 20 cents to upgrade it to a classic Coke. You look like, you know, you don't mind having a weird aftertaste in your mouth, which means you're probably like a smoker or something gross. Tacky. Everything about you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's exactly like if, if you drink RC Cola and you use gas station uh, CBD, then you need to get your shit together because that's just a weird way to live life. I don't know what you're doing. Figure your shit out. I don't know why you would even know why. Why? Don't you have a job? Do you not have a job? What is going on? How did you get to this point? You you make money and you're willing to send it on CBD, which to me is the same as shoving a sugar pill right in your goddamn butt. Oof. What? No, I'm just kidding. Would that be pleasurable or or or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would, I'd be for it. A sugar cube? Yeah, right in the right in the rump. Why a sugar cube? A uh, sugar pill, you know. Oh. Yeah, no, like Osmosis Jones, you know, like the big red yellow guy. I'd take one of those in the rump, and it would just dissolve into happiness halfway up my fucking small intestine. Black tie CBD, ten percent off. Oh my god! Thick one. <laughs> If that wasn't the ad that got the that gets you uh, removed from the sponsorship, yeah. I don't know what is getting. We start making what? them more and more wild every time until they finally <laughs> pull us. <laughs> this is it's episode two hundred Black Tie CBD. If you know we exist, there you go. That's that's us calling out to you. Good luck, and uh, you know what? Keep the promo code. Thick one. You you need to use it. But we did it, folks. We did it. Episode two hundred. I want to start out with a special thank you. Um, Thank you to everybody who's uh, supported us 
whether or not it's been from the very beginning when me and Mike were just doing some shitty radio show Sundays at 8 in the morning or, you know, you jumped in when Thickness and the Shine was created or even if you've only been here for an episode or two. Uh, thank you, you know. Just knowing that anybody's listening is gives you that much more of a reason to come in and do it over and over again. But uh, I also, I don't mind just fucking listening to my own goddamn voice all day. You know, I don't mind it. I listen to these episodes. I laugh at my own <laughs> jokes, which is insane if you think about it. Because like, nah. no, because you got to think about, think about it like this, right? To make yourself laugh, your brain has to sneak up on itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also like you wouldn't make some, you wouldn't make a joke that you yourself don't think is funny. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. But like, like I don't know. You it's know? something weird about it when I hear myself back make a joke and I'm in the car like, <laughs> yeah, <it's> nice. <laughs> that was a good one. Fucking, that's a nice lamp. This guy's killing it. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Right on. Oh yeah. You, the, the headphones and microphone vibe is cool. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. really fun. Um, shout out to, of course. Uh, all the people who have kept this show running, you know, starting with Ryan Daly in, at a Gad Digital. I don't know if that fucking even exists anymore, but I hope it does. Hmm. That guy was really cool. He was the one who ran the show when we were just a bullshit Sunday morning radio show. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was a, a weird experience for sure. But it got us started, and I think uh, it meant a lot because when it's a radio show, it's just gone when you're done. Like so, there was, there was less pressure for one, and uh, it was really more for the fun of it because there's no end product. Mm -hmm. It's gone. It's in the ether, and nobody was listening. Yeah, there was a counter. There was a counter that said number of people listening live. It was always one, and I'm pretty sure it was just because Ryan would be playing it in the house. You know what I'm saying? So his dog. It's, it's the reference. Yeah, his dog Oreo would be our one, <laughs> our one listener. And we had a phone. We had a, a legit red phone for people to call in. Didn't fucking work. Didn't work. Uh, Not once. Sometimes yeah. we can hear them. Sometimes they can only hear us. Oof. It was awful. Uh, but that was fun. So shout out to Ryan Daly. Shout out to Jero. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Jero. Jero, you know, he was the one who convinced us to uh, start it as an actual podcast. Yeah. Um, the man. And he was fun. He was a lot of fun. He was great to work with. We hope he's doing well. Uh, obviously. Loyal motherfucker. Yeah, and then of course, shout out to you, Thomas. Word. You've been with us for more than fifty percent of this entire thing. Yes, sir. And you were a listener before we even started. You know, you've yep. you've really been a supporter since day one. Yeah. And man. now you're part of the fucking foundation of this thing. Word, man. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Dedication. Dog. I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, man. Appreciate you too, dude. And then of yeah, course, man. you know, lastly, I want to give a lot. Yeah, uh, you know, a special shout out to Mike. I miss yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird without him. I'll say that. Let me let me sit back a little bit. Oh, we're get, we're getting we're getting yeah. personal. Now. I'm gonna look oh, into right, the right. sky here. Right, I'm gonna right. talk about it. All right, okay. Uh, this show is so weird to even consider doing. In the beginning, I uh, none of us had any experience. We barely knew each other. We had fun in like high school, but we barely fucking knew each other. I knew his brother way better than I knew him, mm -hmm. and I had heard from uh, Charlemagne the God on his show, The Brilliant Idiots, like. If you want to be a broadcaster and entertainer, just start a podcast. He was just kind of listing off. He was going on one of his basic motivational rants. Right. If you want to be an athlete, start running. If sure. you if you want to be a chef, start cooking. If you want to be a broadcaster, start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, man, I want to be a broadcaster, and I want to be a comedian, and I don't want to drive all over the country by myself. Like, 
that sounds awful. This sounds way more realistic doing a podcast. So I went to Mike and we got it all done. Um, there was a brief, you know, we did everything together, 50-50, setting it up, making all the decisions. We got to use each other to dodge guests and tell them no. <laughs> Fuck, I miss that, dude. People, everybody would be like, oh, you have a podcast? Yeah, yeah, we do. And then and they'd be like, can I be on it? And it was great just being like, you got to ask Mike, you know, because yeah. it's a 50-50 yeah, thing yeah. and it's not really up to me solely. And then he'd do the same shit all the time. He's like, you know, I got to talk to John about it. Mm. And then we would just never bring it up to each other. <laughs> It was, you know, we didn't give, you know, because if you like the press, you just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll talk yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when we left Dro, Mike recorded us, him, off of, like, just whatever yard sale products he slung together to make it as free as possible. Mm-hmm. And we did it in my room off an extension cord mm-hmm. with, like, no Wi-Fi, uh, no AC, room wasn't even really insulated yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we had like sweat casts. We had people like throwing up. We we did the shotgun challenge. Mm-hmm. Sweat cast is kind of starting up in here now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that last episode we did on uh, Thursday of the City Bumpkins. Yeah. I was like, I had like a fucking yeah. ring down to my <laughs> yeah. stomach at the bottom. Yeah, dude, can't have the AC on here, man. Nah, Microphones it's too loud. Too know? loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, eventually around I think episode eighties when we came here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, you know, uh, it was another hundred that we had, Mike, and those were all super fun. So shout out to you, buddy. I mean, we really miss you, you know. Yeah, Mike, you're uh, the man, dude. Yeah, I, and I know he's listening. He's gonna be on eventually, maybe. I might not. You know, there might be like a person that comes on the show that sounds a lot like him. <laughs> I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen as far as that Probably goes. Probably not. Yeah. You know, also, a very maybe completely different person. Yeah, yeah. You know, it might just be. Yeah, we might actually have somebody else come in and say it's Mike. <laughs> you know, in fact, we have Mike here right now. How you doing, Mike? Fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> well, we really <laughs> miss you here. I'm glad you showed up for the 200th episode. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So shout out to That's Mike, hilarious. man. Uh, he also we have a very special <laughs> announcement for the uh, listeners. Uh, we're going to dip into the vault and we're going to put together a best of episode maybe for the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be a couple of maybe some parts from these newer episodes since Mike's left. And then also some ones with him as well in them. And they're going to be really fun. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, by the time this comes out, uh, we'll be one week away from the new podcast, City yeah. Bumpkins. Mm-hmm. So I guess I should speak a little bit on that since this is such a special occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, today we are, episode ten was recorded. Right. Uh, the show is going to be coming out twice a week. Uh, it's going to be way more produced. It's going to be on video. Uh, we we have a TikTok that we're making, uh, which is separate from the podcast, but obviously it's both of us. Uh, and it's a we're putting a lot of work into it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and next week it's going to drop. So what we're doing is a Facebook Live episode, and if you come into the Facebook Live at any point and you leave a reaction, you know, you hit the like button, you hold it down, and you put the fucking guy crying or whatever, hmm. then we'll put you into a raffle for 50 bucks. It's also a live episode, which means later down the line it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. It'll be released. So Yeah. Come on in for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know, you could send, there's things you could do. There's, there's segments that you can respond to. We're going to be going to the live chat 
And like I said, it's a free 50 bucks to listen to a fucking podcast, to listen to me and Cody talk about our buttholes. That's a good time. Honestly, the content's better than just that. <laughs> no, I, it's I don't actually. Think it's a, I don't think it's a fair tag. Yeah, like. no, it's it's actually it's a lot of fun. It's uh, like there's a lot of segments and a lot of laughs for mm-hmm. sure. Like that show's gonna do some big things for yeah. sure. So yeah, yeah. so look out for that. And then of course for this show, it's episode two hundred. We're not going fucking anywhere. No, we have some crazy shit. We got some fun things coming in. Of course, we've got this best of episode. We've got Weeboo cast. We've mm-hmm. got. A lot of other shows. Uh, it's Weaboo. Weaboo cast. Weaboo. Okay, yeah, we're gonna have that one. We got, <laughs> we got, we got a lot of other guests and uh, fun things planned along the way, as long as well as more skits. So, you know, uh, one more time, thank you to everybody who supported this and kept it going, and I'm really excited to keep it going. And we're going to for until I'm dead, which at this weight and age, I'd say about six years, five. Word. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go Farley and Belushi go down at 33 with a fucking Big Mac instead of an 8-ball. That's my luck. It's going to be embarrassing like that. It's going to be while I'm eating no, my no, road. No, I'm going to be no, eating no, my road no, burger no. on my way home. The extra burger I got for the drive home so I don't eat the burger I ordered. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm going to have a fucking heart attack huh. and put my shit right into a tree. I've never heard of that concept before. Road burgers? No. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm a yeah. fan. <laughs> I mean. I can't do them anymore because the diet. Oh, but. yeah, obviously. It sounds like you're trying to kill yourself. Oh, those were the days, bro. Me and Big David, bro, we used to do that all the time. You go to, like, McDonald's, right? And you yeah, get, like, yeah. a like say, like, a number one, like a Big Mac. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. The, no, the, the number one. The uh, one, yeah. And then you're just like, well, I don't want to drive that bitch on. I don't want to eat that bitch on the way home because then when I get home, I'm not going to have anything to eat. Uh, So you get, like, a McDouble and you eat that bitch on the drive home. And then when you get home, you have your meal still. And that's how you get to 400 pounds. Uh, yeah. If I you're see. wondering how you get there when you're looking at 600-pound life, <laughs> yeah, think yeah. road burgers. So, so there's a road map, I see. Road spaghetti. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm ah. saying? You go, to, you go to an Italian restaurant and you fucking you order a whole other entree for the ride home. I had an excellent pun there. And I don't even think... Uh, you, I don't What'd even you say? Right. So there's a road map, I used to, you must say. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I get road it. road burger. All right. All, All right. right. Where's me, the guess, fucking... Right? Yeah, here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> appropriate yeah all right so let's get into it man uh this week i had to get a crown put in that was a fucking Shit. horrifying yeah. experience yeah, so yeah. i figured i would bring the horrifying experience to the show for everybody else to enjoy mm-hmm. so first of all that uh, is fucking jesus so they grind your tooth down to like a nub yes. like a post yep like a small yeah. Perfectly round, flat, flush. Little button. Little button. It's a little, <laughs> little button. And then they then they take a laser and they and they fucking they burn your gums around the post shut. Uh-huh. So they don't bleed forever. Yep. And then they take what looks like your tooth and they they pour bubble gum in your mouth <laughs> around the in, around the nub. Yeah. Uh and then they get a shape to to fit this new fake tooth uh-huh but this one's in my mouth is a temporary because they gotta go get a motherfucker apparently my shit's getting made out of a diamond yeah yo. yeah yeah it's not gonna look like a diamond like it's white but it's being made out of it's a being made out of fucking uh. diamond and uh that fucking dude i don't know what it is but uh it does it, it's like I, I wish I would have just taken way more care of my teeth earlier, and it made yeah. me start thinking. The reason I brought this up 
is because it made me start thinking of like why do we do things intentionally knowing they're bad for us when given the right answer you know what i'm saying diet and exercise every day oh yeah get eight hours of sleep brush your teeth twice a day or after every meal yeah again wash your nuts three times in a row Mm -hmm. there's all these keys to success yeah you know what i'm saying roll your windows up you know when you leave the car little things you know what sure, I'm saying? Sure. When you open a can of tuna and water, you pour the water out. Fair. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, it's yes, just keys to yes, success, yes, uh-huh. and we just don't do them. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I drink the water. <laughs> you drink that's, that's the water? That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, I drink the water. Oh, it's fun, not bad. There's a little much. But no, I mean, I thought about, like, why don't we, like, if we all clearly know the answer to things, is as simple as diet, exercise, get good sleep, work hard. Why don't people do them? Why don't? Because uh, temptation's easy to fall to, you know. And like uh, a lot of the entertainment and uh, certain industries are, um, you know, profit off of it, for the lack of a better term, really. Uh, off so, of us, like fucking up. Uh, off of temptation. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's the big industry, really, if you think about it. So, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't want to label temptation as but it's an industry, like, but it's a thing that people cash in on like all the fucking time. Yeah, Gambling, yeah. drinking, smoking, fucking yeah, pleasures but, of life. You know? But then people like they bring themselves all the way to the point with it, knowing that it's wrong, that it's like beyond the point of no return. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And it's just because I guess it's like that theory if you were give a rat an orgasm button, it would just press it until it died. Yeah. Like I guess yeah. people it worked the same way. Yeah. But then, like, as my tooth is being grinded down to a nub, I just remember thinking, I wish I would have gotten, like, my wisdom teeth taken out years ago, mm-hmm. or I wish I would have, you know, paid more attention when I was yeah. a kid and brushed my teeth more. Yep, yep. And uh, there's always, there's just always that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And, uh, God damn it, just fucking, that whole experience was fucking gross. Yeah. It doesn't hurt, though. Dentist, uh, I'm not a big fan of either. It's not too bad. I just, uh, they always have to fucking soup me up with uh, uh, numbing agents, you know, the fucking yeah. shots, you know, because yeah. uh, I always bounce back quick from them. Mm-hmm. And they use, I usually need like three or four worth of, <laughs> like, like knock my fucking jaw out, dude. Yeah. Because uh, I always end up feeling it, which is terrifying. I, I was getting the shit where like I, th- I was feeling something, mm. but then I would, tra- my brain would say pain. And so I'd like I'd like flinch or like grab the little sidearm of the chair every time, mm-hmm. and then I was able to like kind of tell myself like you're just feeling something. Yeah, it doesn't hurt, but yeah. the fact that you feel something is freaking you the fuck out. Yeah. And then I was able to kind of get through that shit. But bro, I remember he gets the laser out right, and it's just like a little it's just a little pen with a little red light. Everybody's wearing the green goggles, mm. and uh, when he's done, you could smell it. And I was just like, is that my gums? And she's like, yes. And I was like, fuck yeah. That's metal. <laughs> oh, it is. But fuck, man. Just the, oh, Jesus, fuck. Because yeah. I know that smell that you're talking about for sure. Oh, burning oh, flesh in man, your own mouth. dude. Oh, Jesus, yeah. fuck. You know, uh, the other thing that I really, really hate about going to the dentist or just being in the chair yeah. is the fucking light, dude. Oh, because it's right in your fucking, fucking eyes. fucking light, yeah. dude. Like, now, can, can a homie just at least be comfortable <laughs> like yeah. while you're fucking ruining my jaw? Yeah, know? like, they should at least put some, like, Stevie Wonder glasses on you or something. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking bright, Something, something to cut it down at least a like, fucking little bit. Yeah, because sometimes, because, like, especially when it, like, when... 
when light shines my eyes just right, I just they just fucking I I can't see shit, dude. Yeah. It starts I start freaking out, start tearing up, I look like I'm fucking crying while they're fucking working in my mouth and shit, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's just too much, bro. Oh yeah, no, I uh, that shit's so miserable. Bright. And now I, so I gotta go bright. back in to get the new one eventually cemented into my face. Yeah, and I think it braces. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that some shit? Yeah, yeah. Me and shout out to Mark, bro. Shout out to Mark Tokwong. Yeah, yeah. We just talking about Mark. This. Mark and I, since we were children, would make fun of people with braces <laughs> that were thirty years old. Yeah. I remember this one time we watched this homeless guy die. I was telling you this story the other day. So, we're it's me, Mark, and our buddy Tristan, I think, and we're walking to the gas station, and we see this guy rolling around in the grass, and we just kind of thought he was just like a homeless dude. That was trying to get comfortable so we let him alone we let him do his thing and uh everybody got their shit we come back and he was wasn't rolling around anymore so we're like cool he found his you know he's comfortable <laughs> it's it's in the shade it's on the grass like all right he's fine so then a few minutes later i was like one of mark's mom's friends came out or something like that and she was like she she told us that about like all the commotion mm. and we look out and the dude's dead He's, he's getting loaded into the ambulance on a body bag. Ugh. So we're like, well, we just watched him die. So I guess we'll walk over there and tell them what we know. Mm. Uh, so we did. We walk over and we're explaining to this cop that we basically watched him. You know, he, they, he tells us it was a heart attack. And we're telling him like, yeah, we were just watching. It was like 20 minutes ago. He was just rolling around and shit. And the whole experience, like the only thing I can remember, like the thing I remember the most is afterwards Mark and I talking about how the cop interviewing us had braces. Yeah. And that we yeah. just started like shitting on him for having braces. Like, wasn't that an adult? Like <laughs> I got had braces. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck is going on? Now I have to now I gotta be that guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to Mark and I was like, dude, like we talked so much shit and karma's such a mirror and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I'm fucking. I just found out that like because my bite's all weird, that makes my jaw sore all the time. Mm-hmm. Like right now, my jaw fucking hurts. Yeah. Uh, but that's because we talk for a living. We're talking through it. We ain't fucking bitches. Yes, sir. And um, I was like, yeah, this is stupid, man. I can't believe I have to get braces after talking all that shit. Mm. Turns out, hey, this motherfucker has to get braces too. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's yep. how. Of course, that's how it works. That's how it all ends up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so shout out to Mark. We get to go. We get to go through it together. So talk maybe, mad smack. We'll have an episode where we get our braces done at the same time or something, spit in each other's mouths or something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'd spit in okay. Mark's mouth. Um, He'd spit in mine. I'm not that, saying that it's a one-sided thing. You know, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if Mark wanted, we would baby bird each other. I think, you know, it just, it'd be just one spit that's being kind of passed back and forth. It's like one, it's like one original glob, and then the saliva in yeah, each other's uh-huh. mouth adds to the glob as it's transferred again. I'm tempted just to fade your so fader it's down. Just, it's, <laughs> just slowly it's, just fade it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, so, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it would it would, it would, kind of be like how a bird feeds its oh, young. Oh, fucking gosh. Like, I, you know, I would get down low, and I'd get my mouth open as much as possible, and then he would just... He would just slowly <laughs> Stop. drip it in oh my mouth. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Too much. Oh, Mark. Too, too much imagery, dude. Shout out to Mark. Too much. Because I know you both. This is yeah. the problem here. Yeah, yeah. Because we would almost do it. That's the problem. Oh, my God. It's because we're, we're, we're close enough that it could be seen <laughs> in somebody's head. You can actually really fucking, you can really imagine it. All right. Well, shout out to Mark, man. I think he's going to come on as well soon. So w- yeah, you fucking fuck. Show back yeah. up, dude. Hell yeah. So where are we at with this? I wanted to run a little segment here that I think is going to be really fun. What's up? So, oh, I was seeing how far we are in the episode. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, real quick, oh, the shout-outs. So we got one from Travi P. 
or to Oakland Bear. Congratulations on the upcoming 200th episode this week. Hard work pays off. Thank you so much, Travi P. We appreciate the fuck out of you. That guy's been there since the beginning. Yeah, man. Uh, Travi P, the boy. A couple names I can think of. Uh, Kyle O'Dell, thank you so much. Matt Critchfield, Jared Goss, fucking... Probably shouldn't say everybody's last name. Stephen uh, Wonder, <laughs> Logan, Logan um, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, tugboat. Co- yeah, yeah, and then, uh, but yeah, yeah, hard work does pay off. Okay, hold on, hold on. What? We also have another one here. There's two doors. You have to. This is a live shout out from the Discord people. If you're not in the Discord, you didn't get to see this shit. Only me. Uh, okay, so there's two doors. You have to walk through one door. In one room, there's an army of retards that haven't eaten in a week, and you smell like Cheerios. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. Okay. <laughs> in the other room is a jigsaw-style jigsaw obstacle where you have to crawl through barbed wire, but Scarlett Johansson is on the other side. He's Okay. You're sure to be ripped to shreds by the retards <laughs> unless you can distract them, and you're sure to have your cut, your skin cut to unrecognizable level, but you get to keep ScarJo forever. Which room do you pick? Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Okay, so I don't really get anything for surviving the retards besides my own, like, health. And I'd like to think, I mean, damn, dude, the fact that I smell like Cheerios, that's like, you know, that's like being covered in hot sauce and walking up to a giant's house. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my god! That's, I had to reread that a couple of times to process it for a second. Yeah, so you got one door, you 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 smell like Cheerios, and they're starved, uh, mentally handicapped people, uh, or to quote this fellow retards, so they're starved, and that's that's fucking terrifying. And then the other one is mm. ripped to sh- okay. So the other one is a barbed wire room. And you have to get through the room. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going for the, I'm fighting. I'm going for the retards. Because I think I could probably fight quite a few of them mm-hmm. until well, I get ripped to shreds. And that sounds funner than. Maybe. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think it would be easier for me to walk into a room and like go down swinging than it would be to intentionally walk through barbed wire to the point where your skin is unrecognizable. Yeah. Because we're talking deep yeah. level. He said unrecognizable skin cuts. And that is fucking terrifying. Yeah, he's it is predetermined damage. For yeah, sure. yeah. With the with option A, you do have the chance of trying to distract them, or like I said, just throwing blind haymakers and trying to get the numbers down See, so the beating's not as bad. But at the same time, it's an army. Uh, well, and like, you, what about those big ass motherfuckers that have like oh, retard strength? Yeah, you know, they're no, just, you, yeah, they're just huge. Yeah, six foot eight, fucking just absolute monsters yeah you'd have to hope that like maybe you got some cheerios in your pocket as well like hopefully me smelling like cheerios means i have cheerios because i think that would help a lot uh and then the goal would be maybe to just throw them at the smaller ones so the bigger ones attack the smaller ones it wasn't explicitly called out that we could be prepared so i'm assuming we're not prepared oh you're just walking oh you know well, in that case, you're just picking a door and dealing with what's on the other side. Yeah. So if it's if it's dealing with the retards, I'm definitely uh, if there's if there's a couple tanks, like a couple mountain trolls that they yeah. that they strap yeah. catapults couple, and shit to. Couple, couple ankle biters. You yeah. Know. I think I think the best goal there is to try to trick them into swinging on some of the smaller ones. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or like you know maybe even 
you try to line two up. Like if you ever played that game Borderlands, they got those. Oh, they got the yeah, Goliaths. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you shoot off the head of a Goliath, it turns crazy, and it'll attack other bad guys. So then you make the two Goliaths attack each other, and that's what I'm thinking. I think you know you walk into the room and you find the big ones, and you're like that one over there. I've met him. He said that your mom is not very nice, and then they just start fucking full out mega swinging on each other they're throwing uppercuts and perfect combinations uh, but they're not going down okay it's like kimbo slice versus kimbo slice yeah yeah like it's just and then hopefully like when one ko's the other it's in enough blind rage to start taking out everything around it yeah yeah, yeah. and so i think yeah i think if there's big ones i need to use them to my advantage <laughs> and then the little ones you kind of you know you just try to pick them off as many as you can you know a lot of a lot of dirty fighting, you know, a lot of nut shots, a lot of quick pokes to the eye. You know, you blast one in the chest real hard. That'll, that'll slow one of them down. Uh, but if it came to me walking into the room and ScarJo was on the other side and she was like, you have to get through all this barbed wire and you could butt fuck me into oblivion. <laughs> oh, fuck, man, that still sounds rough. Like, yeah. I don't know that I'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll get through this. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure most of me, like everything inside me thinks that I would go. Can I get back out of this door? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this at all. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I feel like with the army of retards, I'd come in and I'd be really distracted, and I'd be like, yeah. "Oh shit, what are we doing?" But with the barbed wire door, like I have to purposely step into like a minefield. Yeah. So that that sounds like way more of just. I think mentally I couldn't get through it, even if ScarJo was on the other yeah. side. And I think that's why they added ScarJo because that's harder to get through. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there is a prize on the jigsaw room, yeah, and there isn't a prize for the other one. It's just survival. Yeah, except for you know getting to see them all like you know beat each other up. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, assuming that you're not also getting your ass whooped in the, yeah. the crossfire. I think it know? depends. Like, what do I have in my pocket? Do I have keys? Can I jingle keys? Because <laughs> if I have at least six keys on one ring, I'm pretty sure I can. You know, I I can get through it. You know what I'm saying? It's, well, I mean, depends on what scale of uh, retardation we're talking about here. Well, I mean, they're starved and I smell like Cheerios. So, I mean, that's true. They're going to have hyper oh, yeah. focus. Yeah. They're going to have hyper focus, but they're going to be kind of tired, more yeah. weak. <laughs> yeah, the bar is set pretty low, it sounds like. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, honestly, they're going to be kind of like slugs. You know, some of them are going to have crazy energy. Uh, but then it's also going to like, some of them are going to have like that wild, like, come running at you like world war z zombies but that's <laughs> but then some of them are going to be like day 142 at auschwitz just crawling at you trying oh, to fucking fuck. pick at your fucking shoes and oh stuff and skin. <laughs> yeah there's gonna be some slow ones there's gonna be one with a lot of hats you know what i'm saying <laughs> he's he's just been collecting all the ones that have fallen he's taking all their shit <laughs> oh man i wonder what the army would be like and then could i uh, like because if i kind of think they would be like the orcs from lord of the rings right like you could probably get them all going in one direction but if there's any conflict amongst each other they'll just start destroying each other and ripping each other apart and shit Hmm. you know and that shouldn't be hard i mean you know you jingle the keys you throw it into the crowd and then it's like throwing a bouquet into a bunch of fat girls like everybody jumps on it fists are flying hair's good and ripped out (laughs) people's moms are getting called and cried at it's it's a whole thing. So yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the retards. Yeah, Logan, Logan thumbs up for retards, thumbs down. Oh, thumbs up, nice. Yeah, okay. All, All right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need thumbs. we needed that. 
Yeah, All right, well, yeah. shout out to the fucking BB cast, man, because that was a great live yeah, shout Yeah, Cody out. has a thing for ScarJo, I think. Dude, yeah, right? It's a couple of times now that she's I'll, been brought up. I'll tell you what. At this point, you guys, in a few weeks or next week when City Bumpkins comes out, and as these first 10 that we've made come out, because it's going to be on kind of a delay, uh, you will definitely notice that Cody has a thing for ScarJo. Hell yeah. She's, I mean, you know. No, I don't blame him. I don't blame him either, but it's like whenever we talk about a woman, it's definitely ScarJo is yeah. going to be the example. Yeah, that's his pinnacle for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we got anything going else on Discord uh, real quick? We got people. Lee. Clearly, the fuck pile is always active. Yeah, always popping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pussy and boobs is always. Just all day. Yeah, and yeah. the occasional Pokemon leveling up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, memes, memes, nice. Memes won't load. Cars okay. and shit. Photoshop, oh, actually, okay. nobody could see that. That's where, That's oh. for me. But I added cars and shit. Cars so and shit. If you like cars and shit like that, and you could speak loading. in there. Yeah, everything is failing to load on Discord. What the fuck, dude? Well, you know what? That That's the sign that we're talking too much about the Discord. You know. So let's move on. We've got Logan here, and Logan was thinking about starting a new podcast about the Raiders. And I wanted to take this opportunity to run some of my ideas about sports through Logan and kind of just see what he, you know, what he would think to these. So, Logan, I'm going to just go one sport at a time, and I'm going to and I'm going to give you an idea of how I think the sport could be better, and then you go ahead and you tell me what you think. So let's start with baseball. And if I'm forgetting sports because I don't watch them as much, you know, remind me as well of sports as we go. So baseball, this is what I'm thinking, right out past the second base, you put a fifth base, and that bitch is like a good 90 yards out into the middle of center field. And if you can touch that base before you come home, two points. So not everybody has to go for it, all right? You you can – also home runs don't count. I think uh, you can't, like, have a home run run to the fifth base. I think that would be bullshit. But if you can – if you were confident enough and there was nobody right behind you that you think you can hit that bitch and make it back two points when you come back, what do you think? So, um, just for context really quick, they have to run straight to fifth base and straight back to home, or they have to, like, still touch all the bases? So, you, you, okay, so let's say you just made it to second base, right? That's when you, you have the opportunity to run out to center field to hit the bonus base, and then you'd have to run back to second before going to third. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'd be on board with that idea. I think I think that's pretty cool. Only because, you know, <laughs> honestly, the only reason why I'm on board with that idea is because I just, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, it's very random. I thought you were going to talk about steroids or something because most people always talk about bring back steroids to baseball. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because let's be honest, who wanted to like see like Ken Griffey Jr., or Mike Piazza, or even Barry Bonds like slug one out? Like, you know, the stadium, it was awesome. But anyways, yeah, fifth base, I could see it. But honestly, do I think that's possible? Because, you know, I, I honestly don't see anyone making it to fifth base and making it home, honestly. Like, it's just not feasible. Fifth base. So there would be so much, there would be a lot of risk to reward here because we're talking double points and baseball can go to, uh, a lot of baseball games can come down to one point. So having a two-point option could be huge in the ninth inning. Uh, but you run the risk of you're only on second base. If you got a guy on first, you know, and he, you know, he's technically out if he hits second base. 
So you have to be confident that maybe the guy who's hitting currently, like let's say you got a guy on first and a guy on second, you'd have to be like super confident that the guy hitting is going to hit like an infield triple or double at least to where the guy on first has time to kind of fuck around in this middle area between first and second while the guy on second does that 90 fucking yard sprint to the bonus base and then 90 back before he runs to third and then this guy can get to second before that hitter got home. Mm. So you'd have to, if you had bases loaded, that would be a crazy fucking long shot for an extra point. But if bases weren't loaded, you got a guy on second already, then the guy hits like a grounder to the fucking back back right and then dickhead fucks it up when throwing, you can easily maybe hit that 180. Yeah, one eighty sprint before running the third. Uh, so I and I don't think it would happen often. That's another thing. I no. think I think it would be like a, it's like it would be like the two point conversion in football where it's like it's a big risk because you're also risking two or three outs by fucking up everybody else's trajectory running around the diamond. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Logan, overall, what do you think about this idea? So I think that it, yeah, it could work. But like, here's my here's another thought I just had. So. If someone's at second, or like let's say someone's at third base, and someone it's only like one out, someone hits it way out into the outfield, the guy at third, uh, the guy at third tags up, runs home. Obviously, that also leaves that guy on chance um, from second base to run to that fifth base if he wanted to, you know. So I mean, that's something to think about. But do I think that honestly, because those outfielders. A big reason why they're outfielders is because they can throw the ball not only far but fast and accurate. So that's why I think the fifth base might not be feasible just because, you know, g- good luck, you know, getting that base with those outfielders because they, they can chuck a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the the risk would be, uh, would be a lot. That's for sure. Yeah. It would be a very high risk. But, you know, like I said, sometimes baseball games get to 0-0 zero, zero by the ninth. You know, or maybe like 10-10 by the ninth, you know what I'm saying? So one, that one extra shot can go a long way. It would be like a, it would be the baseball equivalent to a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. You know, an all or nothing, you better fucking hope this works, because if not, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that kind of shit. All right, mm-hmm. next sport, basketball. Mm. I think there's a two-point shot and there's a three-point shot. You put a hoop in the center, but in the fucking ceiling twice the height of any other uh standard basketball hoop so what's the standard it's like 10 feet or something i don't fucking know at least twice the height and it's in the center but it's worth five points so if you can make it that's a that's a lot of points in basketball but if you don't the ball is pretty much in the center of the court so you're you're leaving it up to where if the uh, enemy team ha if the opposing team is able to get a hold of that, they don't have to go a full court to make their play, which means it's going to be easier for them to capitalize on scoring against you if you miss that big shot. So what do we think about the center court, super high up, five-point shot? Like, I, I get what you're saying, but the shooters in the NBA right now are so good. Like, so good. Like, just... You know, look at our local guy, Steph Curry, right now. Probably you could argue that he's the best shooter in the game right now, you know. Um, so with how good shooters are nowadays, um, especially like uh, Devin Booker, he's he's also killing it too right now in the NBA Finals. Um, I think that it would just 
you you would see Steph Curry go for that five all the time, and it it would just I don't know I that one I can't see feasible because the shooters are just so dang good nowadays that it would turn from a one like a two to three point per shot game to like everybody's going for that five point shot, and you wouldn't even see people sprinting up and down the court; they'd just be stuck in the center. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come at you with a good counter. All right, how about instead it's four points. But it's over the opposing baskets. So if you have to shoot left, right, and somebody is on the right side of the court uh, on your basket to, to score upon you, uh, no, no, I don't like that. If where you go to score, there's a second hoop that's four points no matter where distance, but it's twice the regulation height. Because you got to think, here's the thing to think about. The shooters are really good. But the regulation height in basketball has pretty much been the same forever. So they're good at shooting that angle, that arc, that height. So they're not going to be adjusted to doing it twice as far, which means they're going to have to. Also, it's going to be more split decision because they're right next to each other. Do you want to be safe and hit that three or from that you've practiced a thousand times? Or do you want to go a little risky and have the shot at four, which is basically two normal like layups? I mean, I think that one's a little bit more feasible, but um, whether or not, I, I I don't think it would take the players that long to really get used to it. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe a little extra work, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's more feasible. <laughs> I still probably wouldn't go for it if that's what they wanted to do with it, but I I would be down more down for that than, than the center court shot. Okay, okay, next sport, boxing. So this is what I think. You got them all, damn. Oh, I'm gonna even if I don't have one already in my head, Logan's gonna name a sport for me, and I'm gonna make one up on the spot. <laughs> okay. So boxing. So I think with boxing, if somehow a thing goes all twelve rounds, and it comes out to an an even tie and a, a draw, I don't think there should be draws in a sport like that. Something that's super intense. So I think you take one glove each for a murder round a suicide round and the gloves are soaked in water and then frozen so they're ice gloves but they only get one each and then they just slug it's like remember in super smash bros when the time limit goes up and everybody's at like 300 percent damage so as soon as you touch them they just explode off the screen so yeah you give them like a fucking 20 pound ice glove but they only get one and they haymaker each other for the final round um <laughs> i'm just thinking about that in my head um yeah you're gonna kill somebody <laughs> somebody's gonna die because those dudes already punch hard enough with the regular gloves could you imagine and they're already i get that they're already tired by this point of the match yeah. but like they're gonna <laughs> somebody's gonna die somewhere yep. yep yep but uh to your point though about how you hate like draws and ties i totally agree with you um I really wish the NFL would get rid of the tie thing and we kind of do what baseball does and just whoever, you know, go to somebody like I like how the NCAA college football does it. That's how the NFL should do it. Just go until someone wins. So I agree with you on that point. Yeah. Draw suck and no one likes them, but at the same time, <laughs> Oh, I can only imagine the damage you're going to do to somebody if you give someone, even like Mike Tyson, even in his age today, if you gave that dude an ice box glove, mm-hmm. he's going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, he's coming back too, man. 
He's looking scary, bro. Oh, Mike Tyson, yeah. Tyson, dude. It almost kind of never leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so next sport, hockey. Uh, I think that there should be points involved with the fighting because fighting is not going anywhere in hockey. I think uh, it's encouraged, if anything. You you know, you get your penalties, but there's people whose job is to fight in hockey. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're supposed to be a good dancer and know how to run the formations, but, Mm. you know, it's like it's the goon, you know, like. Yeah, you know, we need the goons. So this is what I'm thinking. If you can actually legit put a submission hold during a fight and get another hockey player to tap out, then the the penalty for that player who got tapped out is the whole game they had to sit out. I can agree with that. I, I love I mean, who doesn't like a good fight in hockey? I mean, honestly, that's why non hockey fans watch the game sports like just someone fight someone, someone slug someone, mm-hmm. you know. They love it, but yeah, I mean, that what they should do is they should like it should be like in that old game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like they should have a voting thing and they'll let the fans vote who won the fight. But I guess I'd be biased because people obviously would pick their own team. Mm-hmm. But maybe just have a judge pick. But yeah, that'd be kind of cool, you know? Because like I mean, I I I love watching ice hockey fights. They're just so aggressive. Like oh, you yeah. see them like take the shirt and put it over the guy's head and just start wailing him in the stomach. It, it's the greatest. It's the best part of hockey, in my opinion. And the and the thought of them like throwing fucking arm bars at each other while they're wearing skates and shit in the middle of the ice rink. Mm-hmm. That sounds so damn funny to me. <laughs> all right, all right, football. This is what I'm thinking. Right, you have a league that's you make a you make a gridiron gang full of death row inmates and the MVP of the season gets freedom. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, no pads, no helmets. We go back to leather helmets because here's the reason why. With with pads and helmets, right, you kind of have a little bit less of a fear of diving your head towards somebody else's and breaking both of your spines. Because you think you're safe, right? Like you think you're safe in a car until you hit another one at like 100 miles an hour and it crumples. Like, so when people are wearing the pads and helmets, they're inclined to hit each other harder. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm thinking is death row inmates, no helmets, except for the leather skin ones. And yeah, MVP gets freedom. And uh, also the guy who does the worst dies. And each, and each position which means I'm talking about whoever, whichever quarterback gets sacked the most, then his whole fucking line dies. His whole offensive line dies. We're going because something like that, you got to group them together. The kicker who misses the most shots, dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the guy, the, the, every, every Hail Mary not caught, every incompletion, uh, we, you know, whoever the guy who has the most incompletions, dead. <laughs> Just fucking awful. Yeah, well, you know, we're talking about death row inmates already. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, the MVP gets to survive. The MVP gets freedom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think we would see a lot more, like, it's kind of like in the NCAA. or That's the football one, right, for college. It's like in the NCAA, these kids are trying to get drafted. So they're doing backflips over each other. They're fucking, they're doing plays you would never see in the NFL. And they're also not 400 pounds of muscle, so they can kind of hit each other a little harder. Uh, so what do you think about death row inmates? Yeah, I'd be down for that. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know how good the football games would be, but you know, 
I'd be down for that. I feel like they'd all devolve into fights after a while. Yeah, <laughs> probably. In the middle of the fucking it's field. Like that, uh, it's like that movie, The Longest Yard, you know, kind of might be something a little like that. But yeah, no, it, I, I could see that, you know. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, but like, what if someone got the MVP and like they, this dude like killed like 50 people? He earned it. <laughs> he, he, he earned, earned it, it, he says. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could see it. I mean, I don't, I don't know how <laughs> long God. it would last, but, you know, it, I'd watch it. Oh, it would last hell long. We got plenty of prisoners, bro. And everybody, That's true. Here's the thing, bro. If you're, if, here's the thing. If you're training for freedom and you're a for sure death row inmate, think about how hard you're going to learn those plays. You know, think about how hard you're willing to test your body to get in shape for this. You're going to be training harder than anything you have in your degenerate murderer life to be good at football. And so is every other person in that on every team, except for the ones that clearly don't care. And those are the ones that are just fighting not to get murdered at the end of this. Mm. You know, because at the end, you you know, you get your trial sped up and you don't get a last meal. You just get stomped to death by a horse or something. <laughs> something awful. Damn, it has to be something awful. How Roman of you, yeah. Jesus fuck. Yeah, bro. it can't. It can't be uh, sitting in a chair and some gladiator getting shit. a nice fucking IV drip that makes you fall yeah. asleep peacefully. You murdered a bunch of people and you suck at football. You, you fire. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another sport. Soccer. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it Whoa. down. I don't got anything That's for you. That's going to piss off a lot of people, Yeah, bro. there goes all of Europe. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Fucking lots of people love soccer, dude. Yeah, I don't know why, man. I guess uh, it's it's kind of like the WWE, right? Because they, they get, like, touched, and then they go flying 150 feet like in oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. That is, that is kind of a weird thing that they uh, have. Yeah. yeah, I saw one where, like, the, uh, the the guy who was, like like, a ref or just somebody on the sidelines, the ball goes out of bounds, he picks it up, he throws it to the soccer player, and it's underhand, and it barely bounces off his chest. And then the soccer player starts doing the like holding his throat. Oh yeah, like he hit him right yeah. in the trachea. Yeah. And then like a couple seconds later, just shakes it off and then yep. takes the ball. It's like their version of like foul play. I feel like to get fouls on the yeah, team yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I think something that would make soccer more interesting is you get one guy's allowed to w- use his hands. Just one. I mean, there is. I mean, besides no, the goalie. not the, yeah. Besides the goal, you just you get one guy who's allowed to, and you, and it, it gets to change every quarter. Huh. So you don't know who it's gonna be. That, so, so it turns into rugby almost. Well, like I would say, like it would almost be like a secret play thing. Yeah. Where like you know, like you don't like a team would even maybe not have anybody use their hands till like the last few minutes. And it'd be like one of those where, like, they're right by the goal, and he just fucking picks it out of the sky and throws it in two hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, somebody, like, kicks it in, and somebody, like, jumps up and volleyball spikes it into the goal or something. Yeah, that would be baller shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be interesting. I could see that, I let's, guess. Let's get another sport. Bowling. I think if you can hop an aisle before you hit the pins, that should be more points. Hopping like like over with the left or the right, kind yeah, of, yeah, holy yeah. fuck, dude! What? I think you have to successfully bounce it out over the gutter. Do into you know how to one. do that? No, no. How the fuck? Like I'm not an athlete. I don't know how to do any of this shit. I don't know how to play. It's football already or, difficult to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, fucking yeah. Bull, stupid bowling shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, true. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe not stupid, but some of the stuff that they uh, have to do to get the ball to curve and shit. I'm just like, how? Like, yeah. you know, like. How do you make you're just breaking physics if you like sometimes, you know? That's true. Okay. So then again, maybe they could do it. All right. How about uh, horse racing? 
I okay. Th- I think uh, there should be just a random dog on the track. What is that times. called again? Isn't there a name for that? Isn't it just a horse races? Uh, I guess so. I, uh, I, I know that people who ride horses are equestrians. I thought they were jockeys or whatever. No, the, yeah, jockeys are the ones who ride them for the horses. Uh, who ride the horses for the races. Uh-huh. But, like, people who ride horses are equestrian. Oh, I don't know. You know, like, you know, like there's always just some, like, white chick with long blonde hair who has a horse. Oh, sure. That's yeah. equestrian. Oh. Yeah, and maybe yeah. she shoots a bow and arrow like, like and bothers a, her like parents. A species. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, wants to be a druid. Privileged. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right, can we think of any other sports that I can make better? What else we got? Uh, make it better, he says. What? Uh, okay, Tennis golf. Or golf. Tennis or golf. Okay. So for golf, I think what would make it better is uh, after a certain, after par, your strokes count as double. Mm. So say it's a par four. Once you hit your fifth strike, your fifth stroke, that's five and six. Your next one's seven, eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you make it really like so you start getting fucked and then once you've reached like four over par now they start counting as three yeah, yeah, yeah. well at that point it just makes people who are uh really far behind just completely out of the question oh yeah you know i kind of like also the idea of somebody doing really poor the first several holes but then like they keep their game up you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the other people who were doing great start faltering you know yeah that kind of keeps that so uh, do you feel like you'd be wouldn't you be kind of somewhat removing that concept a little bit because once somebody gets behind they get double behind and well maybe behind. if you get less than par you get even more points you know what i'm saying oh, so yeah, if it's yeah. like a par five and yeah. you can get a four like you get to I take two that. strokes off. Yeah, I could see that. Because yeah. then, then you're, then you're, uh, I guess in some way uh, promoting like yeah. a perfect game and yeah, or concepts. you know what? Here's what I like: no more golf carts. And you've got 45 seconds to reach your ball, or you start <laughs> put some, losing put points. Put some cardio into it. So so yeah. Now we're talking. You got to run between That's the holes. That's interesting. As soon as as soon as the ball stops rolling, you have 60 seconds to get to it. Now, as soon as it's it's in flight. You could start running that direction. Yeah. But as soon as it stops rolling, you have 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah. If you hit it 400 yards, it's still, there's going to be some time where it's rolling that you're in that full sprint. Mm-hmm. That would be wild. Yeah. That would be fucking hard. Yeah, that would be difficult. Yeah. Now, would you have to do it between holes, too? So no. you have a certain amount of time to get to the next hole? No, I think it would just be on that hole. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. Sense. Or maybe like, yeah. your, or your time counts as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How long it took you in in hole to do that fucking yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the idea of of you whacking the ball from the drive, you know, and then having to sprint all the way yeah. after the ball, you, you know, know, you know that'd the, be interesting. You know what the problem with golf is? It just it needs to be fucking sped up. That's uh, the whole thing. That's what yeah, I'm just. It's just it, a long it's, fucking it's day. A, it's a high class corporate. Well, sport, it's a way to get out. Is what it know. is. It's a way to kill eight hours. Mm-hmm. It's slow, meticulous, it's technical. You know, but it's it's really it's it's a uh, it's high corporate sport, really what it is. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's also, I think it's just one of those like hobbies that like it's extremely mental, and then the yeah. uh, it's also like you can't control the weather, and the weather's a huge factor. So wherever you go, you're playing against the weather. So it's like your opponent is like nature. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool yeah. as far as being a golfer. 
But as far as watching golfer, I'm you know I'm not entertained. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do golf, here. Playing golf is fun. I'm worried about the people watching golf, not about the athletes. Yeah. They want to be athletes, making a lot of money. Yeah, they can tune their bodies and learn how to fucking, you know, what I'm saying maybe we light their caddy on fire <laughs> every time that they go over par. We just start like cutting off one of his limbs. Oof, that'll damn. that'll get the concentration up, Jesus right? Jesus Christ, I yeah. guess so. You have to bring, a, you have to register a person to get into the tournament, and every time you go over par, every strike, we're gonna take like a finger. Ooh. Or like, you know, like a, you know, maybe they'll take like a, an ear or something yeah. like that. And then it just becomes like a much more high stakes game. Yep. But you know what? This is what I'll give the golfers. Plus two. All right. So if it was a five before, now it's a seven. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You'll yeah. make it in seven. Yeah, you yeah. fucking better. Or else your wife's pinky's leaving. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Pinky. That's better golf. Yeah. That's way more interesting, yeah. dude. I'd watch the fuck out of that, dude. Some guy puts up his kids to go up against Tiger Woods. And, like, by the end of it, his kid's got, like, a fucking half a hand left. Oh, no fuck, feet. dude. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? That's some saw shit, dude. Yeah, he has a bad day on the course, and just, like, he starts. Oh, my God. He sinks one into the water. He gets stuck in a sand pit fighting off of This would never air. Demons. This would never air. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would. On World Star or something. There's what? a network. I bet. No. I bet this is happening right now in Saudi Arabia. I bet it's fine. <laughs> You know, possibly. Yeah, you know, it's it's different out there. Yeah, yeah. or at the sea, mini golf at the sea with at nautical sea? rules with maritime law. What do you, what do you mean, like, like 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 literally in the sea? Yeah, 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 like on a boat. But oh, you're playing mini golf, and every time you go over par, your child loses like a hand. Why? <laughs> because I'm making golf more interesting. That's uh, it's, uh, turning, sh- it, turning into a fucking murder fest. All right, fine. What's our Some next sport? Saw. What's our next sport? Is there anything else? You said tennis. Tennis is cool. <laughs> I'm not mad at tennis. You know, I would like if they light the ball on fire like in Mario Tennis. That'd be pretty baller. That would make things really more interesting, especially for that punk-ass ball guy. But, I mean, what? Tennis is cool, I guess. It's just big people ping pong. You know uh, tennis is hard. That's for fucking sure. Ping pong's fucking hard. I can't. Yeah, ping pong is not too bad. Ping pong's a ping pong at high level is difficult. Yeah, uh, at casual level, it's not. It's uh, it's well, all it's right. It's just you and a friend. It's like people yeah. hit it three or four times. Yeah, each. tennis at the casual level is still <laughs> difficult to a degree. There's 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 a, well, there's skill a lot cap. more cardio. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, you have to know exactly how much to hit. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, I don't know. I think it's a little bit it's a little bit more complicated for sure. I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. For high, sure. High level. If if so if some ping ponger who can fucking zoot it across like at lightning speed and have perfect control, you know, that's different. You know, I just I think the barrier to get into tennis is a little bit higher than uh than ping pong is. I don't know. Have you sure. seen those like world championship ping pong matches? Those are fucking yeah. crazy. No, they're wild. That's what I'm saying. They're like, like every hit is like an overhand slam for like fucking ten minutes worth of yeah, exchange. Yeah, and they're also like like five six feet away from the table and shit. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just, they're yeah. like they're moving off the table. Yeah, no, high level shit. ping pong is wild for sure. I'm just saying like the end the bar to get into ping pong. Like anybody can just pick up a paddle and just start bouncing it back and forth with a friend. Yeah. So you can do that with tennis too, but you, you're going to have a little bit of a difficulty unless you just naturally uh, get it, I guess. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. I just feel like tennis has a little bit more of a criteria to fulfill um, before you can really genuinely start playing actively. I mean, you can you practice know? with a wall. Oops, sorry. You can practice with a wall in tennis. So, I mean, like, yeah. there's only, so you really, in theory, you just need a racket and a ball. Yeah. 
I don't like. I saw some fella doing that the other day. It seemed like he was like having a good time. You and I could. I feel like you and I arguably could sit in a garage with a a, a ping pong table yeah. and figure out how to rally within a couple hours together. You know, yeah. like consistently. Whereas if we tried to do the same thing in tennis, it would yeah. probably take all day, if not a couple of days of practice. But I think that's know? only because of the cardio. Yeah. I think if we can assure that we were able to stand in one place with the tennis and mm -hmm. that we were able to hit it at each other in the same spot to where we didn't have to run around a lot, mm -hmm. that it would probably be like the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's the same it's the same motion. It's hand-eye coordination. It's the same, it's a, They're both a racket and a ball. Yeah. They're both basically, if you take the size at like ratio... You know they're they're pretty That's much true. the same. It's, it's, it's similar. It's it's literally just it's tennis is ping pong for giants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for like really tall, long, lengthy yeah. motherfuckers. Or, yeah. Or ping pong is a tennis. Or no, I'm no, no. I'm not even gonna try. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Well, that's sports. Yeah. With what Logan. a way to close it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh. That's how we do sports. So uh, yeah, I think I, I think I make every sport better. I think I should be in charge, and that I should own at least one team uh, in every fucking league. That's for sure. That's for sure. I definitely that's like your your convict idea, criminals on the death row with yeah. for football over uh, the one where it's just like you just put them on an island and you just murder them. <laughs> oh, I still like the idea of murder. We're heading in a, in a better direction, I feel yeah. like. You know, we're getting there. I really like the idea, though. You know, you just hunt death row inmates and then, you know, you got like a Schwarzenegger one that lives on the island. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, oh, the one that survived a, a many apocalypse. Yeah. The waves of many. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Okay. So here's something I wanted to get into. Uh, there was this guy who set fire to a cross on a church on a rooftop. Wow. And then he like, so it's in the middle of the night and the helicopters are like spotlighting him. So he jumps like four different rooftops, like parkouring, like, and each one he like falls and hurts himself. Mm -hmm. It's fucking hilarious. But, and then eventually he ends up, he grabs a power line and he slingshots himself like he grabs a power line and he he like holding it uh, maybe it wasn't because he didn't get electrocuted immediately but he's holding it and he like takes a few steps up in the back backwards and he's holding it to his chest and then he runs and jumps and uses that to hold on as he's like flying through the air and then let's go land on the next roof and then eventually he grabs like a different cable and repel repels down a roof wow just to get arrested Wow. Because he was being spotlighted yeah. by the police helicopter the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was no point at all where he should have thought he was getting away with that. Yeah. Like, but... He thought he was a fucking cat burglar. But these are the kind of people... That's why I was thinking about these. These are the kind of people that we need and that I'm thinking about when we make the island. You know, when we, when we fill the island with all the murderers and shit. Because, like, he's setting fires to church crosses at night... I don't know how many laws that that breaks, mm -hmm. but it sounds like a lot. Yeah. It sounds like he can go to the island. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it also sounds like he would do well on the island. I don't know. I don't know if it merits him being hunted down, you know, like well, a fuck, like cattle. I mean, you know, like he's not like a chainsaw murderer or anything. He that's just, true. He just, he just burns some he's shit. He's not hard enough know? for the island, you but know? I think he's yeah. elusive enough. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, probably doesn't yeah. have the grit like uh, some of the other people no, on the island. No, 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 no. But I think uh, I think his par his parkour skills could definitely help keep him alive. He'd be in you know, a treetop, 
you know, he's he's the kind of wild card you want. I also, I kind of think whenever you see, like, a criminal that can do something like that, there should be, like, a use for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, might as well. Exploit their ta- uh, exploit their talents. Yeah, you I know guess what I'm for, saying? for entertainment value. Like, if you, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Because we're one of the only countries that does this where we just go straight punishment. We don't really do rehabilitation. Mm. We just go, you know, jail. And then when you're done, you can come out and we'll pretend to accept you again. Where a lot of other countries, it's like, you know, maybe if you didn't murder a bunch of fucking people, then we understand that you're still a person and we'll, you know, you're in trouble, but also we're going to make sure that you can have a job and survive and, and live and shit, you know? So what if we took people that did shit like this, that were clearly kind of like, you know, fucked, but still used their talents for like freedom? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He lit a church cross on fire. He didn't, you know, stomp out a bunch of children to death. But, like, you know, maybe you're like, all right, buddy, well, since you're this kind of fucked, uh, we'll give you an out. No jail. You join the military. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's redeemable. He could do parkour. Give him a gun. (laughs) I still think, you know what? I'm on this, bro. I've been on this for a while. I still think we should have our own division in the military that's just criminals and mentally handicapped people. With knives, no guns. I think, you know, I think here's, here's, this is what I think this is the root of everything is that I think we have too many prisons and I think we have too many people just sitting there waiting to die while we could be spending all that bologna and cheese money on our students and on science. And we just, we have all these people that we've chosen are irredeemable or unsafe around us. We're overpopulated as we, as it is. We're spending lots of fucking money on it. Why can't we start like using them for our own entertainment or benefits? You know, uh, uh, you, know? you make them their own division of the military. If they get their shit together, then they earn their freedom. I think that that one, I think that a lot of these people could just have used the discipline anyway. Hmm. So it might actually create better people. Uh, and then two, the ones that are super fucked are going to get murdered. Because when you're, you know, when you're a soldier and you're out there and this guy's dicking around, he's going to get you killed. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just kill him yourself. You know what I'm saying? We're, these are criminals. They're going to have a little bit more laxed rules. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. they kill each other, that's fine. We're expecting all these people to die. But if any of them survive it, freedom, right on. Mm. You killed it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just saying give this guy a knife. Tell him to go kill somebody that needs to be dead for America. And then if he can somehow survive it, then he gets his freedom again, and he can light another church cross. But then you're putting him back into the uh, into the into the neighborhood again. Well, he's not like a baby rapist. He only lit a church cross on fire. It's just arson. Yeah. Well, this guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but what about the fucking murderer, chainsaw guy, or fucking mass rapist? Oh yeah. Like. Well, first of all, think about how much work he can get done if he survives all the murder he's going to be putting out wherever we drop him as a soldier. Wait, what? Because we're we're giving these people we're okay. Let's say we're in war with a country, right? We're drop we're airdropping these people with just like knives and things. Yeah. So we're kind of expecting all of them to berserkers. die. A bunch of berserkers. Yes, exactly. We're expecting them all to die. So I mean, if this guy somehow did survive it, think of the damage he did. I think he, you know he's he, he gets to come back. Maybe he'll kill a couple Americans. But th- yeah, you know I don't know if I can get on board, man. Uh, 
It's a little, 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 uh, All right, hear me out. Hear me out. It's a little okay. extreme. Hear me out. Let me try to make this as America as possible. Hold How about on. we tell them they're no. allowed to leave and not be on death row and go to another country or something? If you found out <laughs> the guy who killed uh, Bin Laden from SEAL Team 6, right? The guy yeah. who put the bullet in his head. Confirmed killed uh, probably one of the worst people to live in our generation, mm. right? Mm. If you found out that that guy also murdered five people like 10 years ago at a bank mm. would you would you be like well fuck him completely or would you be like well he took he did take out like one of the worst people to ever live and he's in yeah. the military now so maybe i'll give him another chance i mean i second chances are always a nice proponent for sure but oh, you gotta do dude. a lot of murder yeah yeah you have, you'd have to do like i don't know man like uh there have to be a lot of murder for it to be like to, you know, not yeah. equate for the Bin Laden yeah. murder, I guess. Well, I know? mean, uh, the, but, the question becomes like, what? Where's the line when it comes to irredeemable versus yeah. when it comes to when it comes to huge things? You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Is there something that somebody who killed ten people can do to be redeemed? Like, what if it's like you know a huge sacrifice? What if? You know, like, what if uh, we were having a nuclear meltdown and we took a guy that killed 15 people with a car and while singing the national anthem? You know what I'm saying? Like, he had the windows down, national anthem blaring. He's screaming it as he's driving through Times Square, just collecting bodies in a minivan. Um, but a nuclear actor is shutting down, and because this guy's supposed to die anyway... We send him down there to turn it off, and he actually does. You know, he doesn't have to. We're sending him down there to die in his eyes. In his eyes, he's supposed to die. He could have just laid down and died and then let everybody else die. But he was selfless enough to try, and then he gets it done, and he ends up saving potentially millions of lives and also tons of lands for who who knows how long. Chernobyl's still fucked, so we know what kind of damage a nuclear reactor spill could do. Yep. So this guy... Remember, we're starting the story out. He, he's murdered 15 people, mm -hmm. and he did it in a very psychotic kind of way. Oh, yeah. But he also just saved potentially thousands of years' worth of damage and lives. So do we yeah. forgive that guy? Yeah. I mean, I guess if, if we're weighing it in, in such a way that, like, most like saved lives versus taken lives i guess technically speaking he saved he, a lot more he uh he paid off his uh five deaths or yeah. five lives that he took but the, here's the but, thing though even yeah. though that is a bigger number because those lives weren't lost those are metaphorical lives mm -hmm. the people that he killed with the car are really dead yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah 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 so those those weigh heavy as well yeah isn't that interesting I like this concept. Let's keep it going. Oh, boy. All right. So let's say it's a guy. Made me depressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's say uh, this guy, he he beat a panda cub to death at a zoo Oof. in front of a kindergarten class that was on a field trip. Right? Okay. But there's a hole in the that big space thing that we have floating out there, the that one that the whole earth uses what's that shit called what was that what what the big uh the big spaceport out in space that the whole like world uses like not the whole world but a bunch of countries uh, you mean the, the space, space station. station the international space yeah. station 
That thing is going to crash coming to the earth. There's a hole in it, right? Uh-huh. And uh, the the chance of surviving patching this hole and not getting just sucked off into floating into space are incredibly low. We're talking about like a 1% success rate. Uh-huh. And the guy decides to do it. And he fixes the hole and the space station doesn't come down, which saves everybody's lives on the space station. And also the impact it could have done to the earth could have been fucking devastating as well. Mm-hmm. So he's potentially saved. Uh, who fucking knows? He could fuck up the the whole planet could get fucked if he if it gets hit hard enough. Yeah. And it gets sent. It just barely has to get sent off its trajectory for us to be fucked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, do we forget him? He, yeah, I'd say, uh, he beat a panda to death in yeah, front of a kindergarten class. He did class. for sure. That's pretty psychotic. You yeah. Know? I want to evaluate his uh, his uh, uh, psycho analysis. You know, have a psychoanalysis. You know, <laughs> yeah. like really just see where he's at. You know. Yeah. But I guess technically, yeah, he I, in the media for sure, and I guess he would definitely not. It would. We'd have to. We'd have to just let him back, bro. Yeah, he could just, yeah. He could just go to Safeway again and <laughs> buy beans. He'd, people would know, I think, still that he's like, uh, hey, that's the guy that fucking whooped the shit out yeah. of a fucking. That's like how that beat that panda to death in front of all those children. Yeah, because, uh, but still, it's like, a panda cub too. That was the part of the story. It's it's not a full grown panda. It's a ba- it's a helpless cub. Yeah, and he just and held the, down the to a rock. The negative media probably would spread further to the lower to the regular populace than. The huge thing he did, I'm sure. Higher ups would know that he's, you know, pretty much saved the world. But saved I'm sure, the whole world. I'm sure not everybody would really know. Yeah, Peter would you still know? be on that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. For sure. <laughs> negative media prevails, dude. Yeah, bro. Speaking of negative media, here's some shit that I learned the other day, and then I was kind of talking to my girl about. Nobody's ever died at Disney. What? Nobody's no. ever been declared dead at Disney. So ah. I have a quote here. Okay. All right. Here I am in the summer working at Speedway at Magic Kingdom in Orlando. It's super hot. I distinctly remember this day we were helping people into the go-kart ride and there was a family and they had an older gentleman with them. Uh, it was super hot on this day. Whoever wrote this article Uh-oh. is fucking stupid. They said super hot twice. The guy collapses, boom, on his face and busts his face up. It was ugly. Of course, there was a doctor online. This sarcastic, I guess. He came over to help, and we called emergency services. This entire time, the guy was not breathing. They're doing CPR on him and trying to revive him. No luck. It's 15 minutes before they finally got to the park to try to help him out. They stretched him out, and they kept resuscitating him all the way out until the end. And I was like, man, this guy's dead. Why are they still trying to bring him back? And the manager's like, nobody dies at Disney World. Everyone is resuscitated or attempted into resuscitation until they are off the property. Then they are formally declared dead. What the fuck? So even if you were dead, dead, like for sure dead, they'll keep trying to resuscitate you until you're off the parking lot and then they can declare you dead. That's wild. dude. Yeah. So we looked into it and like people have like fallen off rides and gotten fucking or like one time, like, uh, one of the rides, the front car came loose and went airborne and then landed on the second car and destroyed a guy. And so so did they just, like, pump on his fucking chest until they got him out of the park? His head's missing. You know what I'm saying? One time, 
There was a kid that like he was on Tom Sawyer Island or whatever. I've never fucking been to Disney World. Um, so they're on Tom Sawyer Island, I guess, and like it's a river around it. And him and his little brother stayed overnight and snuck out, like stayed on it. And they tried to swim across the river, and the older brother had the the younger brother on his fucking back. So of course, halfway through, he ran out of energy and died. And then the younger brother just dog paddled to safety, which is hilarious. And then the next day, they recess, they found the kid in the river. So does that mean that they they pulled out his lifeless corpse that's been floating in there for who like overnight, and then started like you know pumping on his chest, getting him in the st- doing oh the whole God. doing the whole charade, dude? Like, because nobody's ever been yeah. declared, and some of these motherfuckers were like clearly dead, yeah. like a slip and fall. Or you can pretend like with this guy whose head is literally leaking out his brain that you're trying to resuscitate him. I guess I could see that as much. But like when a when a guy falls off of a monorail and then lands on the platform and is ran over another one and then mangled and dragged for oh. like fifteen minutes, do they really go through the charade of like checking his blood pressure? Probably putting their finger on his neck and telling him everything's going to be okay. And somebody's like holding up his arm to so somebody else, random bystander, could be like, I saw him moving. I think he's going to be okay. Oh my God. He's been dead for 45 minutes. Maybe, dude. Disney has so much money and like other shit that goes on, you know, that like they probably have like a lot of processes and protocols just like that. Yeah. My, my, um, my girlfriend's just obsessed with disney and uh so i've been hearing more and more things now it's kind of it's one of those things where like now when i hear somebody talking about it i listen mm. you know like when you get a car and now you notice every single version of that car on the road yeah so now when i hear disney like it actually registers in my brain instead of just moving past it like it normally would right and i've been hearing some weird shit about about them in general like they have like go away green which is like a special shade of green that your brain won't like register and that your eyes will kind of just like skip over it. So everything that's like under construction or broken that you're not meant to see is painted that same color green and all the employee doors. And it's, it's literally meant because like your eye naturally will just skip over it. Like it doesn't exist. Huh? Um, and then like, interesting, uh, apparently like the, the gift shops and stuff, they pump the AC like to freezing yeah. temperatures yeah, 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 because they're only in SoCal in Florida and otherwise it would never be cold enough for anybody to buy a sweater. Yeah. 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 They do that. And, and they, uh, they, they have, uh, they have these machines where, uh, like say there's a churro cart, like 30, 40 yards ahead of you. Mm-hmm. They have machines that'll pump the smell of churros out into the fucking, into the outside aisles. Yeah, I believe that and, for and sure. And you'll start to you'll start to smell it, yeah. and then when you see it, you're already craving it. Yeah, the I, that makes sense because when you um, go down, what is that? I don't forget what it's called, but that when you go into Disneyland, it's down that first main hall with all the gift shops and foods and all that stuff. You know, it's around the yeah. fountain and shit. Like that is just filled with scents, like just filled with like smells and just different yeah. like foods and like it just. It's definitely meant to like assault your face of yeah no they're like, they're literally spraying know? like buttered popcorn out of a Febreze bowl yeah dude it's ridiculous so you smell it and then you see it and your brain goes oh there it is 
Yeah, yeah. I knew I smell it. Yeah, spend lots of money. Dude, yeah. they have it down to a science there. It's crazy. Yeah, and then like Walt Disney himself was just like, he was a, like a genius, bro. That guy was what? Like, I know he had his. Uh, there was the issues with like the the Nazi stuff, uh-huh. and I can't speak on that because I don't know enough about what was happening or what his reasons for. Because nowadays you can get called a Nazi for anything. So the fact that people call him a Nazi, just like, I don't know what he did. I know he made those like, those old pro like propaganda cartoons, but I uh, yeah I don't know. But other than that, like, the whole Disneyland model and shit is just like wild. Like, yeah. Like it's 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 like it's the biggest corporation in the world, but at the same time, it's like harmless. Like nobody thinks of Disneyland as like. Uh, any sorts of bad or evil and realistically like there's probably a lot of fucked up shit going on behind the doors bro yeah they have it like i think they have tunnels underneath their um uh, underneath the park you know that stretches out throughout the entire fucking campus dude like yeah you could literally uh or a theme park i should say not campus but uh and like literally like employees and security from employees can pop up from anywhere in the park damn near yeah they have so many secret like entrances and exits and like little coves and stuff where it's wild bro yeah like, yeah, yeah like i feel like everything down which makes sense because disney's been around for so long and it's so tourist heavy but they've definitely got some motherfuckers together and like came up with like every last little like fucking like smoke and mirrors concept they could think of dude like 100 percent. yeah it's wild because when you go when you get to go behind disneyland which we got to do for band you know Uh one of the few things that anybody really ever gets to see really you know and seeing the true behind the fucking uh disneyland you know like where the warehouses are and everything it just it's just night and day difference you can clearly tell that uh the uh, amount of effort they're pumping in to just create in everywhere you look up down left right wherever is a very specifically painted environment you know uh looks like tugboat has something what's up sorry i just wanted to add on top of that have you seen that new animatronic they have of spider-man at the um marvel uh university thing no. in so when you get a chance uh look it up it looks like a real freaking person doing flips around but it's actually an animatronic and i was blown away that that was actually an animatronic huh. i thought it was like a real person yeah but like the technology behind it it looks like it, it's like an animatronic but it looks like a real person just running around doing yeah. flips of spider-man it's crazy yeah how far they go with this stuff at disneyland now it's such a profitable industry dude like so much money goes into that shit yeah, and I feel like them in particular, like, have always just gone so hands down at being, like, the most uh, advanced with everything that they have. Yeah. Because Walt Disney was like that himself. Like, he was projecting the park to be incredibly futuristic. Like, that was one of his big goals was he wanted it to be super futuristic. And then also I think if you bank on, like, it's something for kids then you always have a shot at an adult's heart when you're trying to get them to work for your corporation. Mm. You know, so like when you're looking for the best technicians in the world uh, and you're some 19-year-old, 22-year-old, 24-year-old that's just getting out of college uh, and you're just starting to see how like evil the world can be, why wouldn't you want to be at Disney? 
Yeah, yeah, Disney. They're great. They don't do anything wrong. Yeah. They're the ones. I could be I can make children happy with my work. Hmm. And like I think that's got to go a long ways, right? Like let's say if you had a two two chances, two choices. Uh same job, two different companies. Both pay the same salary. One's Disney, one's Costco. Hmm. You'd probably rather work at Disney. Even though nothing's going to be the different, job's not different, pay's not different, benefits aren't different, travel's what, not different. What would the job be? Same job. Like, but Costco and uh, let's and just say Disney. you're CFO. Like, oh, just, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, like, um, yeah. If I'm working like a high ups and like you know blue collar like uh, corporate, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I'd say probably would go for Disney because it's just yeah, or a if you're world. If you were like a lawyer, and you had to you had to represent like an oil company or Disney, mm-hmm. you'd probably want to go for Disney because yeah. morally you'd feel better. If you were like a robotics tech, I think Disney would probably be a dope way to go because you know that they would be willing to fund your imagination mm-hmm. and progression. Because Disney's always been super. Like I remember, one of my only memories from Disneyland was they had some like robot thing when we were kids. And it looked like a person, like it didn't have a face. It kind of looked like iRobot with uh, Will Smith. Mm. Like it was white and uh, it, like like a skeleton. And it was like walking around and moving around and like it kind of looked like fluid. Mm. And like we're talking like, you know, at least like 15 years ago because I don't even know when I went to Disneyland. Yeah. So, a long time ago. Yeah, I bet that fucking, I bet it's really easy to pull some of the best of the best when you have a fucking Mickey Mouse logo on your ID badge. Yeah. Honestly, because it's just a widely known name across the world, and you it's know? only associated with happiness. Yeah, and it's only associated with uh, it's the happiest a place on brand. earth. Brand, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, and it's weird because Disney. Uh, there's a thing going around right now that they're actually becoming a problem as far as um, content, and because yeah. they're getting monopolies on things now, well, not necessarily getting one, but they're starting to lean that direction because yeah. they're starting to buy out like every studio and yeah. streaming services and blah blah. You know, like uh, they um, some folks are having some potential problems with them as far as uh, maybe getting too big. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. now they've grown beyond uh, um, just their theme park stuff, obviously, and their movies. Yeah, now know? they own Marvel and yeah, yeah. fucking uh, Nat Geo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do they have? Um, they start going into streaming services, you know. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they're they a powerhouse, and they're not going to stop growing, for yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I think uh, I, I saw like this presentation a long, a long time ago, and the guy was saying like the the world's going to come down to like three or just three or four different organizations. Mm-hmm. He says it's going to be like just three or four companies on the whole world. It's going to be Google, Disney, Amazon, and like one other one, like Shell. Yeah. The Shell Corporation. And Chevron's pretty fucking huge, they'll, too. They'll just slowly, between the four of them, buy out everything there is to buy, and then you'll just have yeah. them. Yeah. Facebook's point. up there, too. Cause yeah. Fucking I think Facebook will go with Google. Yeah. Because I think it'll be, I think if Facebook and Google tag teams, they would be able to just. If Facebook and Google honestly joined forces, they could just have a country. Yeah. They would have, they'd be able to just take a country. They have the population for it. Yeah, I think Amazon probably would need to be in that trifecta and then they'd probably be pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know. But do you think Google and Amazon would want to play ball like that? 
Maybe if there's enough money involved. Yeah, they're both so sure. they're both so big. Yeah. 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 I think, but they're they're slightly different markets at the same time. Yeah. You know, Google's a lot about data. Yeah. You know, they have their prize in a lot of things. Uh, and Amazon does too, but Amazon's like in the merchandise retail market. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I guess the more the moral of the whole thing is all hail uh, Mickey Mouse, our future overlords. <laughs> overlords. And, oh my uh, God! Praise be to Pluto, and I will gladly accept my ears if you don't melt my children in front of me. Mm, okay. That's what it's gonna be. You either give yourself to Disneyland and the mouse, or you get your whole family melted in Fucking front of vaporized, you. Dude. Yeah, just slowly too. It's just enough heat to do it. It's not that. Oh, it's, it's not that it's so oh, quick. Yikes! Yeah, you have to watch. God, that'd be so uh, no, hot. No, I'm okay. What? Yeah, episode 200, motherfuckers. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. We're fucking out of here. Bye bye.